0: What's up, everybody? It's Adam. Welcome back to the show. This is the Hobby News Daily Morning Minute. Today is Wednesday, December 6th. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about uh, some PSA data that recently Sports Card Investor put out on their Instagram. Welcome to HobbyNewsDaily.com, an online resource for the latest news about sports cards, memorabilia, and other collectibles. We hope to provide information and a little fun with your hobby experience. Every morning, you can listen to the Hobby News Daily Morning Minute for a quick update as you start the day. So, it's not necessarily new data, I suppose, but a uh, sports card investor put out some data from GemRate uh, that I thought was very... Uh, very interesting, and obviously Gemrate, one of the sponsors or one of the you know our partners here on this show. Uh, we're trying to figure out a way to get that data more on the homepage for sure. Like because Gemrate, they put out phenomenal you know grading data, and I think grading in this day and age is one of the more important parts of sports cards. Uh, so here we go. Here are the numbers. So we're gonna start from the bottom. We'll go ten. Mike Trout at three three hundred thirty k. Number nine, Luka Doncic at three hundred thirty nine k. Shohei Otani at three hundred sixty k. Derek Jeter at 367K, John Morant at 370K, Zion Williamson at 386K, Kobe Bryant at 518K, LeBron James at 593K, Ken Griffey Jr. at uh, 672K, and then Michael Jordan has a whopping 1.2 million cards graded by PSA, which I think is actually pretty wild. I mean, basically double the amount that Ken Griffey Jr. has. And... The you know, though, I think the you with with like with players like you know, the Luka Doncic, Shohei Otani, John Morant, Zion Williamson. I think those players having that many graded cards, I mean, especially now that looking at Zion Williamson, he's really like it's it's wild that we're going to see him be on this list forever, probably because I can't imagine you know, I can't imagine he ever drops out of like the top 10. I mean, he's number five right now, but I can't imagine. Any, I, I can't imagine we'll ever see an era within sports cards where a player like, like Zion Williamson, comes onto the scene where grading is still. You know, I think now it's 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 we're two prices that are very similar to what they were back then but the prevalence of grading and the the craziness that was kind of going on around sports cards and modern sports cards and I mean even same with John Moran I think John Moran obviously is is good but I think you know he has, has been having a little bit of issues off and off, off and on the court with some injuries off the court with some of the you know uh, weapon stuff that he's been kind of doing which it you know whatever but the 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 craze, and I think you could even put Shio otani and Luka Doncic, honestly, in this conversation as well, just because the 2018, 2019, 2020 players, like, and you, I would, I, you know, I would even be, I would be surprised, no, if they, if grading, if they had not shut down grading for a significant portion of time, I bet you a player like Lamella Ball would probably be on this list. I wouldn't be surprised if he's somewhere farther down on this list, but as, as some people remember, I mean, it's probably going to be like a, I, I almost think that they could make, I think that they should make some sort of, I think that there could be like a movie made about that era of sports cards. Like, and not even, not like in a similar way, but like when I think of, when I think of that era, I think of like when the Lamello Ball Prism cards were just about to come out, they literally were just like, yeah, we're not grading any more cards. Like that was like, they, they cut it off like right, they, right around that time. And it's like, it's just so crazy to think back to that time period and like how, you know, a prevalent grading was and like how you know, the backlog, I think is interesting and it's something that I haven't actually seen a lot of people talk about recently. I do wonder if they've 100% caught up. I would have to imagine they're 100% caught up on any type of backlog that they have cuz like, yeah, they yeah, you know what, they must they must be 100% caught up because I got stuff graded at the National and I got did the like the bulk order and it came back and like as much time as they said that it was going to. And, you know, for for even, like, some bulk submissions when you were doing them, it would take, like, six or seven or eight months for some of these. And I know some people that had, like, over a year on their orders to come back, which, granted, y- you know, I think um, some people, if you got them graded through group, uh, submitters like a year you know that could have also been like when you sent them to the group rate right, or when you sent them to the group submitter when the group submitter got them submitted and it's a year from when they actually process the order so like with that backlog it was just it was such a crazy time that like it, I almost picture it like that scene from the Wolf of Wall Street when, like, Leonardo DiCaprio, like, uh goes onto the trading floor, and it's, like, the the Black Monday or whatever it was in the stock market, and they're just sitting there, and, like, everyone's, like, freaking out, and they're just sitting there, like, oh, my God, and the, like, bell is ringing or whatever. I imagine almost that was, like, a day when it came to, like, at the PSA office when they were just, like, yeah, we're stopping. We're not doing any more submissions. Like, I, I almost picture it similar to that where... Like I don't know, I maybe that that, now that I'm saying the example out loud, maybe it's not as good. But you know, I, I think you probably see sort of the point that I'm trying to get at here with like the stopping of submissions and like sort of the wildness that went on during that time period. And as much as I at the time was like this isn't really that big of a deal, like everybody getting cards graded, it's whatever, it's not that big of a deal. I still don't necessarily think it's that big of a deal. I. Yes, I mean, you know, I, I think that we, like, I think people can, people over, ex- I think they exaggerated a little bit when they were kind of how mad they were at the time about how much people were getting stuff graded, like, I don't really think it's that much of a big deal, like, if you want to get stuff graded, fine, go get it graded, like, because now you're seeing, like, SGC's doing, like, a $9 deal, I think, with, um, SGC's doing a $9 deal. I think with Tops, like if you gets a uh, Bowman basketball or Bowman football grade, they're doing $9. And I think like the submission was like a 10 or 15, like a seven or 10 day submission. You can do all this stuff and you get the cards graded and all that. But like in PSA, I think has gotten a lot better. I mean, if you're doing a bulk submission, you probably could get those back in like th- two or three months, like not really too bad. I mean, if you're getting a bunch of stuff, graded, if you're going to get them graded in person. Like I said, I think, I don't know. It's also wild that Michael Jordan is almost double Ken Griffey Jr. Because, like, Ken Griffey Jr. has, like, like if you look at the most graded cards, like, specific cards, Ken Griffey Jr., I think in the top 10, has, like, six or, like, five or six specific cards that are, like, like, I know the the tops traded PSA 10 is, like, has almost, like, 40,000. Like, I know the PSA 9, or maybe not 40, I think it has, like, like, uh, I forget off the top of my head, but I know that's, like, number one, like, number one, and then the PSA 9's, like, number two, and then, like, the, the upper deck card I know is in that list, like, even just the regular, uh, tops card I know is on that list, too, I mean, it's really wild, like, how many different cards Ken Griffey Jr. has in the top list, but then with Zion Williamson, you know, he's in that top list as well, and he only, he really has, like, he's in this top, um, Graded list. And I think it's just interesting, like the different cards that are graded by so many different, like by PSA. Like, like I said, Ken Griffey Jr. has like a majority of his like rookie cards are graded, where Zion Williamson really like the Prism card is like the number one card that's graded by PSA. Like a PSA 10 and a PSA 9, I believe, are they they're probably both in the top 15 of total graded. Uh, But other than that, I mean, those are like the big ones. And then, like I said, Ken Griffey Jr. But then you look at like Michael Jordan. And his cards are really not, like, there aren't, like, a ton of them on this list. Like, obviously, the 19, uh, his, like, his Fleer rookie is going to be high up there. But it's not, like, if you look at that card compared to, the rest of his cards throughout his career and the rest of the cards of players on that list. Like, it's not really that high. Like if you you look at it, to be honest, like even the PSA 10, there's only, there isn't really that many of them compared to, like I said, the Ken Griffey Jr. or the, um, the Ken Griffey, any of the Ken Griffey Jr. cards or like the Zion Williamson prism or like the Ja prism, or, I mean, even the Luca prism, I think, I just look at that, and, you know, the other thing that I look at, too, is I say, look at how many cards were graded of those players. Like, I, this is a statistic that I know I'll never end up getting, but I really would love to know at some point, is, like, what is the percentage of cards that aren't graded? Like, how many Zion cards are there out there that just aren't graded? Like, if he has, like, um, if he has let's see, if he has over 386,000 cards graded by PSA, like, how many cards aren't graded? Like, is that only, like, is that 5%, is that, like, 10%, like, is that 1%? Because, I mean, if it, I just don't even know what that number could be, and, I mean, same with Luca. I mean, like, I wonder, you know, he his his print runs were probably a little bit lower than Zion's, but, like, they, they were still creeping up there. Like, if you look at uh, total PSA Prism-graded cards, like, if you look at those numbers you're going to see like the jump from t- Tatum's year in 2017 to Lucas's year in 2018 is like a pretty significant jump, which is it's crazy that that happened. And then also sort of the, the craze of sports cards kind of followed that. And like people kind of looked at that card as sort of like the card to buy. But like if you look at like, like I said, the Tatum, there's like there is like a only a portional percentage of that card that's ever graded or that was graded, the Prism card, compared to the Luca card. So I just think looking at these numbers overall, you know, I, I, I'll i be interested in 10 years if we ever see how much we see this list really change, like, because I think we did see the perfect storm of, like, popularity within sports cards, popularity within specific players, and then obviously, you know, with the pandemic, I mean, Zion re- really had, like, the the perfect storm of, like, you know, being that number one prospect and then going into the NBA and then getting injured kind of early on his career and then coming in and playing really well and having the super hyped card. And then the pandemic happened and they stopped playing. So like, then you have the whole summer of people just being like, oh, Zion, I can't wait to to see Zion getting back out there. And then people are just getting all of his cards and they're sending him grading. So it was really, was like that 2019 year, I think is going to be a very interesting year when we look back on in sports cards. Cause like, I don't know, I would, I wouldn't be surprised if a player like Kobe white is in the top 20, like the 2019 year, I think is just going to be such an interesting year to look back on in sports cards. And it's, it's really going to be one that I don't even think we know the full extent to how many of these cards were really produced you know, and maybe we'll get the percentage. Maybe we'll find out eventually what the print runs are, but I'm not holding my breath. But like, I, like I said, I think that there is a significant portion of these cards that were, that were sent to PSA. And clearly those are coming through kind of with these grading numbers. Remember to follow at hobby news daily and sign up for the mailing list at hobby news, and keep collecting.